Welcome, welcome, welcome Today's episode of the Jordan Banks Show Today is Sunday, July 25th A lot going on this week We got special guests in the house Bring it in just a little bit, Kayla And uh, uh, She's a, a scholar and a legal beagle <laughs> In the house today We got with us the attorney Kayla Loveless. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for joining us today, Kayla. Uh, Miss Kayla specialized in labor law. Is that correct? Yes, labor and employment. Labor and employment. Yes. Yeah, because you, you, you can't have labor if your ass ain't employed. <laughs> I'm just saying. Uh, you know, I, I didn't go to a big school. Like, you know, she's a graduate uh, of the University of Missouri. Uh, at Columbia, known around the world as Mizzou, uh, the Mizzou Tigers, uh, and, and a graduate of the Washington. What, well, I'll say one of the best law schools in the country. That's just known. It's what it is. It's right here in St. Louis, Washington University School of Law. We got to clap you up again for that. Thank you. That's amazing. That's amazing. And uh, we're here today. My normal co-host, Savvy, is not feeling well. We wish you well, Savvy. Hope you get better. So I'm stuck today with my homie here. Uh, wow. <laughs> he, okay. he, he came in for your homeboy, you know I mean? <laughs> Give him a call, Big John. Hey. John here today, John James. Been glued together for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> How you doing, John? No. What you got going on, no, player? What's up? Hey, man. Hey, just living the dream. Living the dream. Living the dream. Look at you. You know what I'm saying? Oh, Mike Lowry. <laughs> <laughs> but Kayla is here. She in the house. I am. How you doing, Kayla? I'm good. Thank you for having me today. Oh, man. It's my honor. My pleasure. How your week been going so far? It's been good. Um, last week was crazy busy, so I'm hoping for less busyness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's good to be a little busy sometimes, I guess. You I say know. busy is good. It's uh, yeah. money being made, ain't it? Hey, yeah. <laughs> idle hands are the devil's workshop. Hey. That's what they say. I don't know. I like to sit my ass down and relax. Have <laughs> 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 me old McCallis scotch and a cigar. Hey, you know what I mean? But that's, uh, they say I'm being bougie when I do this. <laughs> I don't know. If you ain't got a new point, you ain't real, I guess they say. Hey, but uh, <laughs> Just don't go to the Silk Road and ask God, you be all right. <laughs> hey, yeah, yeah. I feel you. I feel you, John. But we're going to get some business out the way first. And we got Kayla. We're going to get to that. Uh, we got a lot of stuff to talk about. You can imagine she's an attorney, labor and employment law. Uh, so there's some things we could touch on, a lot of things we want to know, because, you know, a lot of times we're just ignorant to the law. It is what it is, but ignorance of the law is no excuse. Get your ass out there. Do something. Read something. Be something. Be somebody. Uh, get the hell out of somebody's way. But anyway, uh, today we sponsored again, once again, by Ron Ron's uh, Kitchen. Uh, hey, for Soul Food Sundays that won't take your pockets under, call Ron Ron. She got the kitchen. All you need is the appetite. Pick up a delivery, 314-497-1990. And again, custom classy tees. If you have a t-shirt need, she has the design indeed. You can hit her up. All your t-shirt designs, 314-299-7139. Again, I tell everybody, you mentioned Jordan Banks, you're going to get not just the 10% off, you're going to get 15% off. Either one. You got to three o'clock today. 
So if you want to make an order, Kayla, I, yeah. you, you can have a few minutes to. Okay. But I got you. <laughs> is that even legal? <laughs> I just did. Oh, bait and switch. I don't know. <laughs> but anyway, y'all, it's a lot of things going on uh, in the world, period. <laughs> Around town, city, county, state, country. So much going on this week, man. I don't even, I even know what to talk about for real, just starting with a little news. But something that kind of hurt my heart again every time they do this. And I, I, I listen, I'm just going to say the name because I know a lot of people going, uh, uh, he deserve it. He da, 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 da. I get it. I get it. I get it. R. Kelly. <laughs> I, I I have to turn my back on you on this one. Oh. <laughs> I mean, I was just I don't I hate to do it. I mean, I, I don't I don't condone no things with little girls or underage girls, none of that. Because I kill you, world famous, you got money. I don't condone none of that. But this week, that old federal government. <laughs> this this hurt my heart. You got to understand, Kayla. I'm sorry. I'm a little hurt. I'm afraid you you still young. You fresh out of the what you three years removed from law school now? Yes. Young attorney doing it. Damn. Can I hold some? I'm just I'm yeah. Black people. <laughs> 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 Always got the hand out. <laughs> what she wanted to say was niggas. <laughs> but it's all good though. But R. Kelly, because it hurt my heart. I just want to turn my back, drop my head. But the government, the government, they say they're going to introduce evidence that the man known as the aura. I can't even get it out, ladies and gentlemen. He, 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 they say he, 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 he was touching or doing some things with an underage boy. I almost don't even believe it. Right. Only because, and let me tell you again, white folks, I always try to explain, this is why we have trouble with things. Because we're so used to black men being accused of things that didn't happen. Emmett Till was killed, supposedly with another white woman. Or something very minor. There's so many instances of our history, even in our, our own neighborhoods, we all know somebody, if you grew up in the hood pretty much, you know somebody who was taken away for a long time for nothing. Yep. So it comes, you become a little numb to things and you, you become very cynical of anything the government tells you. So when they say this is the federal government, an unnamed 17-year-old supposedly R. Kelly met him at McDonald's. You could have said anything but McDonald's. I said McDonald's. <laughs> at the height of R. Kelly's career, do you think he was going out walking in McDonald's? Uh, give me a double and a fry. The little boy in the corner. <laughs> it is crazy, man. It is. And he walking there and he meet a kid who got aspirations of uh, being a musician and he Trick them off to the crib, and they had a Big Mac, supposedly. I'll just say Big Mac. Quarter pounder with cheese. I don't know. <laughs> it's really, it's really sad. I'm hurt. Yeah, I'm hurt. If it, if it ain't true, Mister Government, y'all hurting me for no reason. I don't deserve this. 
Yeah, I, I feel about it. Somebody that was a huge, <sighs> I mean, huge R. Kelly fan. I still be like rocking his music. I ain't gonna lie. Every, everything that they say and stuff that he did, it just, I, just constantly losing respect, for him, mm. especially yeah. if it comes out to be true. It's just it's overwhelming evidence at this point. And I'm a black woman. I pr- I say protect black women and. The yes. stories that came out from the black women were right. enough for me to kind of shut him yeah. down. So he's already buried. Yeah, and you throw the boy on top. That's like the cherry on the ice cream. It's it, it was already enough. I already had come to a conclusion that he was not getting out. Mm-hmm. Right, and I mean you know charges and then they overwhelming. I mean rightfully so, but yeah. it's just like man, that's just a whole new low there. Mm-hmm. It's like wow. Yeah, it just kind of it's kind of sad, but. Uh, yeah. Well, uh, I guess we got to move on, y'all. Or Kelly. <laughs> I don't know if anybody ever going to see him again now. Nah. Probably not. <laughs> Only mugshots. <laughs> yeah, because once you throw the boy in, it's like, whoa, now. Yeah. It's like, whoa. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's, you 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 know, some people were, you know, and, and don't get me wrong, in the beginning I was one. nah, he couldn't have done all this. He couldn't have done all yeah. this. And then as time goes on. And you start to see and put two and two together, and it's like, okay, well, yeah. then you start throwing kids in there. But you know what? Even some men was like, okay, how old was she? She was 16, she was 17. Maybe not right, but I'm, there are state laws in some states still where legal age is, is not 18, it's younger. Which is crazy. Yeah, but either way. I didn't say it was right. <laughs> I didn't say it was right. I don't know. I'm not the moral police. I don't know. My grandmother got married at 13. Right. Do we say it's a different time? It's a different time, but have people changed? Have women changed? She still was 13. It's... Okay, I'm just going to leave it on. It makes me <laughs> sad. I'm, I'm sorry, y'all. I, I had to get that out. But... Uh, in other news, um, do either one of you know who Stephen Harmon is? No. Probably the not. The last name sounds familiar. Stephen Harmon, 34-year-old black guy, went viral for posting, I have 99 problems, but a vaccine ain't one. Wow. Guess what? He died of COVID this week. Wow. Oh, I know who he is now. <laughs> Stephen Horman. Ah, yeah. Uh, this uh, COVID thing is serious. I don't know why people still refuse to believe. To believe. Oh my God. Well, no, I'm not going to say I don't know why. Because, again, when you're African-American, you're kind of used to the government. You've heard so many stories of what the government told you that wasn't Copacetic. We all knew about the syphilis thing. We all saw the movie Miss Everest Boys. Uh, that's not the first type of experiment they've done on us. Right. And right. it wasn't the last. Tuskegee Airmen. There's a lot. So the fact that people are still skeptical, you can almost under. But right now, it really is, as the president said, uh, it's a. You know, it's 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 an epidemic of, or, or it's it's really with unvaccinated people. It's a pandemic of unvaccinated people, but they're still making other people sick. I'm not saying you won't get COVID if you've had the shot, but you're pretty much. It's been proven that you're probably not going to get as sick 
as you would have, and you're not going to be hospitalized and die. Uh, I'm sorry. 99% of the people who've died from the last two months have been unvaccinated people, as in uh, Mr. 99 Problem, Stephen Harmon. You know, I just had this conversation probably right before I got here. And the one thing I came to understand is, mm-hmm. is people sit there and say, well, I'm not going to take the shot because I don't know what they put in my body. I say, well, when you go to the doctor and you in pain and he, provi- he prescribes <laughs> you oxycodone, you hurry up and take that. Mm-hmm. You don't know what you're putting in your body. You yeah, you don't know the ingredients. So then what's the difference with the shot? You, you don't know the ingredients. <laughs> so... <laughs> They could give you. They could be giving you a placebo. I mean, they yeah. they they're things they do to, because your mind plays a lot in a lot of things happening to yep. your body. So sometimes yep. you just crazy and they give your ass a sugar pill, and say, "Oh, yeah. this will make you." And all of a sudden, you feel, feel great. great. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. I mean, I definitely get it. Like I understand black people's distrust of the government. For oh sure. yes. However, I think if you are going to be unvaccinated, then you also need to. Not be out in the public without mm-hmm. a mask. Stop going around those grandparents and those Worse, people. Agreed, agreed. And all that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like, it's your choice, but, like, stop putting other people at risk. I definitely think you have to let people know. Give people the choice, the the option to be around your ass mm-hmm. or not. Because I'm fully vaccinated. And, yes. uh, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm a little leery. Because now it seems you really don't know because people are still kind of like whatever. And, 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 and with the mask off. You really don't know because it's like everybody's got a mask off. So I don't really know. So I still find myself just out of paranoia, I guess, wearing my mask when I go into some stores and Mm -hmm. a crowd or whatever. Uh, And and, and it's crazy because, you know, here in Missouri, St. Louis Louis City and County, that mask mandate is coming back midnight tonight. Fresh, 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 uh, up Monday morning. (laughs) Got to have it on. Got to have it on. it is what it is. Uh, Man, I'm, I'm cool with it. Please, people, please take this seriously. If you're not going to get back. Serious. We have family members die with this people. Thing. Yeah, exactly. if, you, if you don't care nothing about yourself, mm-hmm. protect the people around you. you know, please yeah. take it seriously. Because you, you don't have the right to make me sick because you don't believe in what you don't believe in. Right. Exactly. Silly ass. That's why I don't, I don't, man, people just, people so selfish. Like, it's crazy. Because you could just be a carrier. Yep. And you're just walking around fucking killing people. Yep. yep. Like you like you like a terrorist, you 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 you. That's what you are. You unvaccinated people. Well, I ain't, gonna, I ain't nobody trying to shame y'all or nothing. Right, but right. y'all are domestic terrorists. Yep. I mean, that's just what it is. You killing people, mm. and you can't say you don't know you are because you've been aware that this is possibly what's going on. Now you cannot trust the government, but I tell you what, I'd rather be wrong in it than right. Uh, 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 I'd rather be wrong and get the vaccine. And take my chance out there. Exactly. And just go freelancing. Man. Well. Anyway. <laughs> Next subject. R.I.P. <laughs> Stephen Horman. <laughs> 99 for here. Well, you ain't got nothing. You, 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 you ain't got no problems now, bro. Right. <laughs> you, you, well, you might have one. Where are you going? Well, <laughs> I, I don't know him like that, but yeah. Yeah, but last thing, last thing I got before we get to Kayla here uh, for some questions and answers. The Olympics started. I don't know how I feel. I don't know. 
It don't seem uh, I'm not very patriotic this year I guess you know, it, I just, it, it just seems so thrown together. Like, <laughs> you know, there was nothing yeah. headlined and leading up to it. I mean, I watched the basketball team this morning. Yeah. They suck. I was like, oh, my God. Well, yeah. <laughs> right now, it just seems like so many more important things going on. Right, right. So the Olympics seem like some kids out in the backyard playing. And mainly a, most, a bunch of millionaires. They say amateur athletes. Well, they use some professionals now, but. Right. I'm watching a bunch of rich people who are about to be rich people off their ass play. And I'm over here worried about COVID, police right. brutality, mm-hmm. election laws. Uh, the the uh, uh, inflation rising <laughs> inflation. like crazy. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. You seen the pack of the cause of a pack of chicken, my nigga? Like it, I can't afford milk no more. Oh, like man, uh, I, I just seen how other things going on. Mm-hmm. And the Olympics is just not I, I'm not just I'm not really excited. And right. then all of our sisters and brothers are getting kicked out, mm-hmm. either yeah. COVID or drugs or I don't know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's a weird time. It's a weird feeling time for me. I don't. It's 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 new. It's new. Yeah. I don't. I don't know. I don't. I, I think of people are dealing with it the best way they can, but mm-hmm. there is there is no answer to a way to cope with this. It's not. There is not a yeah. a good answer, a good scenario, or. or only thing I yeah. the only word I got for you is uh, uh you got to pray yourself up out of this one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. I feel like this is kind of one of those things that most corporations are doing, you know, like the mm-hmm. the Olympics bring in a lot of money for a lot of people and yes. so they're definitely pushing for it. Right. Just to gain more money. They put so much into it and so they really want to get mm-hmm. their revenue, which is where a lot of people even in St. Louis are doing opening these businesses. Right. Even though it's not time, even though right. people are still getting sick. Exactly. Oh, yeah. That's so, what I was just thinking when yeah. you said it's kind of like a rush to open a business. Uh-huh. And it's like, we really don't care. You know, yeah. I was watching a, a little of what Biden said. He did a town home and I, it, it struck me because this white guy got up. Nice guy. Whatever. He says, I, I own 39 restaurants. You're already rich. I want to say so now. Mm-hmm. You, you own 30. His problem is he can't find workers now. And I like what Biden told him. He basically told him in layman's terms, you have to suck it up. That's the way it's going to be for a while. Mm-hmm. And plus, people are trying to move into other things. People no longer want to work for minimum wage or $8 or $6, $3 in salary. I got to make all my tips. People are no longer satisfied with that. Well, you know, now that is the one encouraging thing that came out of this is now all of a sudden everybody got bright ideas. Mm-hmm. Now that... You know, now, well, whether they be legal or illegal, <laughs> at least they're thinking. <laughs> at least they're thinking. Uh, yeah, the difference between the, uh, intelligence and ignorance is right, a thought. Right. At least they're having a, they think it's something. Right. Just hope they're not thinking of looking at me when they do the something. Because, yeah, right. give me a little, yeah, don't jack me or nothing, you know. Yeah. They think it. Right. <laughs> don't need, yeah, don't, y'all right, gonna stop right. that. They, they coming after that, too, but, uh. Yeah, so it's it's crazy because yeah, you're right. It's almost like a rush to open up stuff. We don't care if people dying. We gotta get our money though. Well, I might live, so I want my money. Uh, it's crazy. Right, uh, right. But Miss um, Kayla Loveless, attorney at law, uh, can you tell us labor law and employment? That, that's your specialty. What exactly is that? You know that branch of law right there. 
Yeah, I mean, it's a lot, to be honest, but I can tell you a little <laughs> like bit. Like, it's a lot. <laughs> I mean, it, it is a very expensive, like, practice area, but I can say a little bit about what I do. Mm-hmm. I work on the defense side, so I'll, on, like, the employer side, typically. Okay. Um, so, basically, there is labor. Labor is more traditional, you know, when you think about unions or mm-hmm. think about, like, old, you know, old-time law as it relates to employment and, mm-hmm. like, you know, blue-collar areas. So, I do some, like, labor law. I work mostly with like health and safety issues under OSHA. And right. so, um, right. you know, I assist employers who are dealing with OSHA issues. Um, additionally, I also work in like the employment realm. And so we do like general day to day advising. So let's say someone wants to revise like a employee handbook or talk mm-hmm. about, you know, COVID policies or how do we allow our employees to work from home and still like make sure we're in compliance with all the employment laws that each state has because. Each state has employment laws, and the federal government has their own. That for working at home, yeah. I mean, for working at home, there are some things that people had to make sure they were doing. So, if people are technically like hourly employees and they're working from home, how do you keep track to make sure they're working all the hours and they get paid for all the time that they work? And they're also oh. taking the breaks that they're supposed to take. So, those are some things we deal with, um, as well as like discrimination issues. So, mm. discrimination under Title Seven on the basis of race, gender age, disability, all those things. That's funny. Let me so. let me ask you a question <laughs> about that. If you're working from home, right, I'm at home, I'm using my electricity, I'm using my phone, I'm using all of these things just to run your computer, answer your calls, uh, do all these things. But I'm using my cell phone, I'm using this, I'm using that, because, you know, now people have cell phones, you know, you don't have landlines, all this and that. Is the employer responsible for taking care of those things, or is it just you don't say nothing, they don't do nothing? Okay, so I need Because I pay for internet, all, <laughs> let's say I pay for internet also, yeah. but you can't work the office computer without your service, Right. Yeah, so I have to give a caveat or I can get in trouble. This is not gotcha. legal advice. I can't gotcha. give Oh, no, no, no. Advice. It ain't legal. This, this, this is <laughs> for an imaginary However, friend. <laughs> it, really, it really depends, you know. Like, it it depends. Though, like, I've looked into that particular issue, but mm-hmm. it depends versus, you know, across state lines. Each state has different rules on the way that issue is handled, whether or not you have to be compensated for that Internet work. Um, I'm not really familiar with Missouri, but it really – it's, it's, it sucks because there's no clear answer. And wow. during COVID, I feel like, at least from my perspective, labor and employment, we were, like, the busiest, you know. Oh, yes. <laughs> Other groups were kind of slow, but we were, like, busy because people were like, how do we handle this? Um, but, mm-hmm. you know, it does really – oh, go ahead. Um, so does it come down to you may have to just have that worked out in your contract with the whatever company you're working for? Um, so that definitely is something that the employer should get in front of, you know what I mean? So, like, mm-hmm. if the employer has not looked into the issue, then and someone raises it and it is like, oh, they weren't doing the, wrong, the right mm-hmm. thing, then there could be potential issues for the employer. Mm-hmm. So they gotcha. definitely should be the ones getting in front of it. I don't think it's something that employees need to worry about. Right. You know? Yeah. Yeah. You're not going to worry until that class action lawsuit come. <laughs> but uh, the, so the, let me ask you, being an attorney uh, and you dealing with labor law and employment and you're on the defense side, so you're on the side of the corporations or what have you. Uh, are there times or are you allowed to because we all do things sometimes we don't want to. But are there times where you sometimes just feel like morally we 
just were wrong. Uh, but I have to do what I do uh, because this is why I'm hired. You know, it's kind of like a defense attorney, let's say they uh, defending a murderer, right? You know, that's what you hired to do. But when you're in labor law, is it something where you could say, ah, well, you know, that's not really, you know, I don't like that. Honestly, I can say no, just because um, I think that there are a lot, mm-hmm. a lot of nuances with everything. And so let's say it's a hypothetical. Someone says, okay, my employer fired me because I, they were racist and they don't like black people. But the same person like cussed the employer out before they got fired. They mm-hmm. were late. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I feel like mm-hmm. I, I definitely, you know, empathize when it comes to things that relate to me. So women and people of color. However, I think that I haven't had any cases that really like, you know, pull my string, my heartstrings or anything like that because right. I feel like typically there are more nuances that lead to whatever result happened, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. And I also feel like in my position as a labor and employment attorney, we can also do a lot of like employment counseling. Mm-hmm. So um, one thing that I like to work on is just like diversity and inclusion type of efforts. And yes. so yes. I can advise big corporations on how to approach those issues. And so I yeah. am making some impact in that way. But that's, that's important. And it's mm-hmm. good to be on that side for you. I know some people may hear, oh, she works for the company. <laughs> no, but sometimes you can't make a change unless you you in there. Uh, and that's good. I applaud the diversity portion of it, especially because I tell you, in my corporate experience, <laughs> um, you we had to fight, especially a black man, where I didn't see a lot of us. We had to fight for every inch. And it came to you know a point where you were just like, I think it's almost like you think the company's just trying to wear you down. They'll just wait you out. You know, you just right. you talking, you talking, you going up the chain, you blah, 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 blah. but at the same time, you're doing the work, you got the pressures. Not a person who, like you said, has these things going on where I'm late, I'm calling in, I'm sick, I'm getting into it with people. But I understand as a black man when something's wrong and I'm looking at it, you know, not just being paranoid. So you fighting and fighting and fighting. It's almost like you just get worn out and say, forget it. Right. By the end, you 10, 15 years on the job, and you <laughs> you looking like just say, ah, oh, well, just, I'm just buying my time. You, and you know the number one thing I always heard from people, uh, African American people, whatever, minority, sorry, on the job. Uh, well, you know how they are; they're not gonna change. Is that a stance from you being an attorney and, and you looking at it, and people bring up these different complaints? Um, is that a complaint you hear when something reaches you or from an employee side where they say, well, I know y'all ain't going to change? So I don't work closely with employees. Mm-hmm. So honestly, I can't say that. But just as a general me, you know, having friends who are employees of other people, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I definitely have seen it, you know, and it's unfortunate because I think that, you know, we spend a lot of time in a day at a job. And so I hope yes. that people are able to, you know, go somewhere where they are appreciated. But Unfortunately, you know, I just think the workforce is just not at that level where everyone is going to have that the environment that they want. Um, mm-hmm. But it's definitely maybe hopefully there's room for someone to make improvement, mm-hmm. you know, by being there. I always think about, you know, the people who came before me who were attorneys yes. and how their experience yes. is probably, you know, a lot more negative than what I'm experiencing. However, mm-hmm. they stuck it out and they right. made changes institutionally that I have been able to benefit from yeah. in the same way that I, you know, I hope that I can stay you know, with it and hopefully make some changes that the people after me, you know, it'll be easier for them. So yes, um, yes. I just feel like that's 
it's unfortunate, but really that's the way that things are changed from within. If people, you know, yeah. kind of endure and like be able to get the ear of certain people or even like take on leadership roles within mm-hmm. a company and then make some changes. Yeah, because the torch has been passed. You got it. I got, I got, a, I got a question. <laughs> we, ain't, so we ain't talking about no traffic tickets. Man. No, no. <laughs> I'll, leave, I'll leave my legal problems out of this. <laughs> this ain't personal. When I, let me tell it now. I throw a caveat too. Whenever I ask a question, I would ask it a hypothetical for a hypothetical friend. So it's not me. <laughs> Go ahead, John, with your question. With you practicing labor law, mm-hmm. is there a difference? With a, I mean, well, I, first of all, do you deal with small companies? Um, I mean, you know, maybe some person that just owns like a storefront and but have like maybe ten to fifteen employees, and then is there a huge difference in how you deal with them compared to big corporations? So, I do a lot of pro bono work, so that's one thing really? I can plug. Yeah, I'm very. Yeah, let me give you my it. card. I do, <laughs> <laughs> so I do work. I do work with some small companies, um, uh. and. I mean, there is differences just because, you know, there are some laws that don't apply if right. you have a certain amount of okay. employees. So mm-hmm. um, I think it's the Fair Labor Standards Act, or no, excuse me, I think it's the um, Family Medical Leave Act. Okay. Mm-hmm. If you have less than 50 employees within like a certain range, it doesn't apply. So, okay. you know, there are just different laws that apply depending on how many people you have. Also, I think the issues that arise for like a small employee employer are way different than someone big. And the yes. liability is way yes. bigger. So, like, right. someone who's, like, a national company, if they make a problem across the board, that could yeah. be, like, billions of dollars versus someone. That exposure is yeah. so much greater. Yeah. 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 And even, even in just the reputation. They don't yeah. want it. It's going to cost them mm-hmm. millions of dollars. Okay. Yeah. And then a small company, you know, it's typically more personal, I see. You know, like, if someone, you know, mom and pop shop and, right. you know, they take it very personal if someone, right. like, says something happened. You know what I mean? So, right. it's, it's right. different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you talking about this pro bono work and everything? That's that's one of the questions I want to ask because you, I think some people just hear you an attorney now. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> do you get hit up by a lot of friends and family just for legal advice, or or you know, I Sally call you up, oh, Jesse down at the jail, they got him. <laughs> Can you do something? Yes, I mean, just a background. I'm born and raised in East St. Louis, so definitely okay. I get those. Okay. You know, I get those calls. Oh, like, I yeah. had to put some caveats and like some <laughs> not. Had to, I give them the same caveat I just gave y'all, and also I put boundaries up because I feel like you know, it's just. It'll get overwhelming, but right. I do help where I can. Like you know, I've read a few friends, like you know, their lease before they sign it to make sure it sounds right, mm. stuff like that. So I've done that. Um, but as far as criminal, I stay away from it because I don't have any experience. And gotcha. I don't want to be the one putting somebody yeah. in jail. So. Pookie end up going for yeah. life. It'd be your fault. Look, yeah. I tried to get out. You didn't help me. She was no damn help. <laughs> she get a degree from a crackerjack box. Yeah. yeah, it's not that thing though. And I'm sorry, you're right. Give us a little bit about where you're from. Where are you from anyway? Yeah, so I'm born and raised in East St. Louis. East side. Um, I went to District 189 all the way through uh-huh. high school. Okay. Um, I went, after that, I went to Mizzou. Um, loved Mizzou. Had Came on time. over to the good side, huh? Look, yeah. <laughs> had to cross that bridge, good. You, know, you, 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 you could have went there. But she could have went to Illinois and fight the line. Nah, I don't know what a line nah is, but whatever. Whatever. Well, I'm a tiger. She's um, a tiger now, rare. And there I studied English and sociology, and then I went over to watch you. And we Missouri tell, just Missouri would not let yeah. me go, but you know, I I do I do love Missouri. Well. Well. Yeah. Yeah. Missouri is a great school. Great. 
Yeah, so hey, whatever. Uh, we had some, I heard, we had some times down there, didn't we? <laughs> Bro, yeah, I, I, I'm not gonna dap that. I'm, I'm, I'm busy over here working. You, you try to drag me down in the mud. Yeah, we had some. Yeah, <laughs> Bro, we can't talk about that. Now, we might need a legal some legal advice for real. I don't know if the statute of limitations are up. Oh my god. We. Yeah, uh, watch you. We used to kick it on. Uh, I don't know if they even still got it on fraternity row. Yeah, they still the the law school is right across. Yeah, the, oh, yeah. probably need it right there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and see, fraternity row, you used to could just go up there. I think now they ID you cards. You make sure you go to the school or something. Oh really? That's I mean, it. I don't know. I haven't yeah. been on campus in a while, but man, yeah. but we back in our day, we was just mm-hmm. some kids going up there and partying mm-hmm. and. You know, we had some wild times at Wash U. Mm. Uh, you know, knew a few of the. See, man, I'm going. Yeah. Hey, you try to get me back said, in my I worldly days. Some, <laughs> I just said we had some fun times. Nobody tell you take you. Back. <laughs> I just took a whole yeah, stroll. Yeah. I mean, you, you got me thinking of stuff. Yeah, I ain't thought know, about it in years. You know, back, back to the subject of love. <laughs> I was trying. <laughs> back to the subject of love. Well, let me ask you. So in that labor law, employment law, by the time something comes to you, or I don't know if you're more on the, sounds like what you're saying is you're more on the advisory side, the review, this and that, or as far as a case, by the time something comes to you, is it just generally at the point of no return? We kind of hit a spot. Not at all. I mean, it depends on the client, of course, but Mm -hmm. um, typically we're brought in like maybe second stage, you know, like. Mm. HR does internal mm. stuff, and then if it's something that HR feels like they need to bring in legal, then we'll be brought in. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah, because it's, you know what, it's, it's, you almost feel like, I guess, as an employee, when you go to HR, you want them to store legal, like, right now. Right. Something needs to be done. <laughs> Everybody feel like something needs to be done right now. And if you can't do it for me, let me talk to somebody else. But you feel I get, but in some ways though, as an employee, you kind of feel powerless because you always think, "Yeah, they really ain't gonna help me." Right? Do you all have to deal with EEOC a lot? Mm-hmm. That's another thing. I yeah. think most mm-hmm. lab, like labor employment lawyers do that as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I think as far as just to go to your point, people not trusting HR. I definitely like highly, highly recommend that people do go to it, even if they feel like this is not gonna do anything. It's a step. It's a step, and also it's on paper. You know, like yes. all your complaints are on paper. Mm-hmm. If there is something, you know, then you get to see. They'll do an investigation. They'll pull that yes. information, have it yes. all in one place. Mm-hmm. So I definitely, highly, highly recommend that people well, actually I, do it, even you, if you don't. You exactly right, because I tell people all the time, and I know it may take some time, and it's a process. But if things are really as unbearable to you, or if you're in a situation, you know, being from in the military, you, you learn chain of command. You have to start with your immediate supervisor. Yep. You have to go up from there. And if you get to two or three above or something to me, you go to HR. Uh, then you go to, you know, EOC, uh, different things like that. But if you just jump and go down to EOC, they're going to say you didn't, like you didn't try. You just wanted to sue some damn body. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So there is a process uh, that people just seem to never understand. And in this type of thing, is this something where you go to trial, or do you have experience going to trial, or or yeah. you just you just cold <laughs> with it? You just kind of like, they see your name, Kayla, like, oh, no, we ain't going to trial. <laughs> we ain't going to try her. <laughs> <laughs> well, so I'm, I'm very junior. Like, I'm, I am a new attorney, so mm-hmm. that's 
one thing. But also, I feel like in general, trial is not as popular like as it used to be back in the day. Like most lawyers aren't going to trial; they go through the pretrial step, and then typically, not all the time, but sometimes it'll settle, or maybe a claim mm. will be dismissed. So I think that's just general, just because it costs so much to take a, a case to trial. Yes. But yes. Um, I have went to trial, but it wasn't labor and employment related. It was a pro bono case, and it was like a landlord matter. And so I got to go to trial a couple months ago, I think in May. And mm-hmm. so it was virtual, of course, so it wasn't the full effect. Right. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I've been to trial once. Okay. Mm-hmm. I ain't going to ask you the outcome. Yeah, I can't. I, well, okay. I did win. <laughs> Oh, okay, okay. I didn't want it. I can't. I can't oh, oh, okay. No, you you won one then. You, you know what? You could truly say uh, you've won 100% of your cases. Yep. <laughs> that's, well, that's dope. So, um, so, do you find that most cases between people and companies, a uh, landlord, whatever, do you find that generally it's just a misunderstanding? Yeah, I mean, I've, honestly, I feel like most of the time it's a misunderstanding or a miscommunication yes. or honestly just something that could have mm-hmm. been resolved if people would have been paying attention. Um, yeah. So, mm. for example, let's say there was someone who, you know, had a disability and they were they needed help and the employer just didn't re- recognize it or they didn't communicate that, hey, I can't lift this stuff. And then they just go, you know, straight and decide to sue or file a claim, you know. That's something that could have been solved, resolved if there had been open communication. Yeah. Um, but honestly, I feel like it stems from, you know, a, a multitude of issues. Some people are just distrusting of employers, as we've already established, mm-hmm. and so they feel like they can't be transparent about what's going on. And then we got the people, the employers on the other side, who just don't, may not know how to communicate with their employees at all, you know, mm-hmm. especially if it's one of those things where it's a big corporation, it's primarily white, and then we got some people who are diverse and they don't, you know, know how to communicate mm. with those people. So, okay, it's a lot of stuff. Yeah. All right. But let me right. let me ask you a question though. Let me, I give me one in there, but just for my cousin. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm just saying, ain't because I, you know, I mean, for real. Let's say you say you do some pro bono work. You how about the apartment or the leasing thing? Let's say if I'm living somewhere, I'm living in a condo, or whatever. The parking outside is terrible. Uh, we got. 100 residents and, and we got 50 parking spots. So I have to park two streets over and walk down to my spot. But I start to complain to the leasing office. And I say, yo, this is something that wasn't explained. It's not here in the contract. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm coming to you guys. I went to you guys three or four times to say, yo, the parking situation is crazy. We need to address it, whatever. And they keep saying, oh, we'll address it, we'll address it. But then my car gets stolen. Can I hold them liable in my, I've been telling you. So you were trying to get me in trouble. I cannot <laughs> answer you specific questions. But you know, it, I no, have it's not no for him. It's for, it's for his cousin. It's for his cousin. Um, <laughs> there is ethics and conflicts and all those things yeah, that we yeah. got to clear first. But I definitely can say it's hard because I don't know the law. And that's the one reason why a lot mm-hmm. of lawyers are just like, people like hit them up and ask questions. And it's like, you mm-hmm. don't, you can't know. You really got to like research that stuff. Yeah. Because yeah. who knows what the contract says? Who knows what? Missouri law is on that or even like St. Louis City versus St. Louis County they can have different laws on what employers have to do it's just so much so that's like a you know whoever answers the question for you would have to like read the the leasing agreement Mm -hmm. there could be a disclaimer that says 
you know, this is the extent of the contract. Oh. And anything outside. It could of that, say you know, we're not responsible for yeah. any damage to you. But I'm, you know what? I always think I'm pretty good at reading contracts and stuff, though. So I'm always going to read it anyway. Well, some stuff has, like, they call it legalese. They have legal meanings that mm-hmm. they may seem like something for someone who doesn't know the law, but they mm-hmm. actually mean something totally different. Well, I got Google. <laughs> Wait, here, like, Here's a question for more of your field. Mm-hmm. Dealing with uh, employment in the workers' comp. If you know, so for for free. Oh <laughs> Jesus! I just like you want no free advice. <laughs> Everything's for free. How I want to put my cash up on here so y'all can pay <laughs> exactly, exactly. I'll make sure they hit you up too. <laughs> if if the person is suing the company for injuries and they don't like the lawyer that they got how do they go about getting rid of that lawyer and finding one i mean it's the lawyer provided by the employer or like we're no they went on their own oh i mean just you you can terminate terminate the they your friend can just terminate that you know (laughs) whatever agreement was entered in with the attorney yeah, you and, and request that they transfer it to someone new. You know what I mean? That's that's like I don't think that's legal technically. That's more of a just yeah. a so that I mean, the, but the lawyer can't hold up all their information and all that stuff for a fee or nothing like that. I'm not sure what type of agreement was entered between the lawyer. It, again, contracts. You got to read those, right, and, right, right, and know what they're saying. Yeah. So there could be a. A still a percentage that that lawyer is owed based on whatever the contract is said, but yeah. I mean, if you want to, if they want a new lawyer, then they could just get a new lawyer and have that mm. person transfer the, the case file. Mm. Yeah, mm. yeah. I mean, there's no like lawyers aren't obli- they're not entitled to, to have a case. You know what I mean? Like clients yeah. can take them whenever they want to. A lawyer could dump your ass. Yeah. So <laughs> not not as easily though. Like it's oh, not really? as easy for lawyers to terminate a agreement as mm. it is for a, a employee. Yeah. Or someone who's like hiring them. Yeah. Well, yeah. They someone left R. Kelly already. <laughs> wow. Well, I think that's happened with a bunch of people. Who, yeah. Uh, Donald Trump's lawyer left mm-hmm. him. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So it, it's kind of a two way thing. They can. Yeah. Hey. Well, let me. Hey, what has been your biggest success or your proudest moment? And I know you won. You know the pro bono case and everything. Mm-hmm. But what's been like your biggest success? Uh, or or or. You know, just that that thing, your proudest moment is being an attorney. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I think that's hard. I can't identify, like, a specific time because I feel like it's just so much that I'm learning. And every day is something new. And every month I feel like I'm doing something that I didn't do last week and that I, that I couldn't do last week. And so mm-hmm. um, my biggest accomplishment, honestly, for me, is just even making it to where I am today. Like, I think nice. day one of my job, I'm a first-generation lawyer, First generation college student. My wow. older sister nice. was the first yeah. of my family in a while who had really like completed all of her uh-huh. college. And then after that, all of us follow suit. It's a lot of us who have gone to college and have been accomplished. And so I'm nice. still the first generation who went to, you know, law school. I didn't really know what I was doing half the time. I've been lucky <laughs> enough to have great mentors who really just like taking me under their wings. And so day one of my job, I just kind of was like, okay, what's going on here? <laughs> like, I don't know what to do. The imposter syndrome really kicked in. Like, I felt like I didn't belong. But I'm really proud of myself for sticking it out. And, like, I feel a lot more confidence in what I do. I know that I am competent. I know that I can do good work. And so that is Mm -hmm. my biggest accomplishment because initially I wasn't here. 
Okay. Oh, okay. That's, that's what's up, man. Yeah. I, yeah, you gotta just sometimes you just gotta show up. Mm-hmm. Uh and let the chips fall where they made. Yep. And you you showed up, you ain't know what you was doing. That's <laughs> like all of us. We show up new at the job. We don't know. Yeah. We don't even know where the bathroom is. Yeah. Yeah. We be like, man, we don't wanna ask nobody, but uh they <laughs> what's supposed I didn't set up the job before for two months and ain't nobody say nothing to me. So so what is it what is the end game for you? Yeah, I mean that's such a hard question. I mean, I definitely like what I'm doing. You know, I really like, you know, well, working at the law firm. Let me level. tell you, you know, you know Michelle Obama was a lawyer, right? Yes, I do know. See? Hey, is it find you in Obama? And uh, well, I don't know about your personal business. Find you in Obama. You know, so many executives were lawyers, attorneys. You know, if you like sports, it might be in the NBA. You know, you'd be like Rich Paul, get you some, you know, clients. Yeah, there's so many options for you. Man, you young, man, there's so many options for you. So I understand why you don't really in game right now. You you living your best life. Yeah, I, honestly, I feel like my focus right now is just to be become good at being a lawyer because I do yeah. think it's something that you See, have to actually work at. Who got that title that. already? You could have it. <laughs> Kayla Loveless Becoming. Was that Michelle? Or was it that was Michelle. Oh, Michelle? See, look at see, look at her, look at her, look at her. Oh, you know, are you you may be interested in politics? Who knows? Uh, but the future you know. is bright, you know. I, yeah, I definitely push anybody who's interested to go for it. I think mm-hmm. that if you haven't seen it done before, it kind of looks like it's impossible, but right. it's definitely possible. I yeah. don't think there's nothing exceptional mm-hmm. about myself that for I, well, I could do it over someone else. I think that we all are capable, my black people. We need more of us in this field. Of course. So, Definitely yeah. go for it. But does it leave a lot of time for uh, family, planning, you know, kids, uh, just <laughs> trying to, you yeah. know, move into things like that? Because that's important, too. Balance, you still want balance. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely hard. I mean, this is something that I have thought about a little bit. I think that there are some people who sacrifice some of the family pieces to, to accomplish the work, career stuff, you know, mm-hmm. a lot faster mm-hmm. or just because they don't think they can have yeah. both of them. But I also know a lot of people who do both. Like one of my yeah. legal mentors at my job, she has kids, she's married, and she is like bomb. She does so much. She's, you know, she balances it all. So I really think that it's possible to do both, but I haven't gotten to that stage in my career, so I can't really speak on, you know, what's possible. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I hear you. Mm-hmm. Some of us choose to get our kids out the way first. <laughs> right. Just have a bunch of them and be like, okay. You know, I'm, that's what it is. I'm going back to school now. <laughs> <laughs> but it's easier for, for men to do that. I feel like women, it's definitely like a, you know, it's hard. You got to balance both of them at the same time. And oh, definitely. Kids are a lot. Yeah. I don't have any kids yet, so. One day. There you go. You don't <laughs> yeah, to, to, don't don't rush it. Yeah. Cause uh yeah, them little them little people something else. <laughs> they gonna need an attorney, I'll tell you. Yeah. They little ones now. I'm I could I could name a couple situations where I thought my kids might need an attorney. <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you, you might go into a whole new practice, don't have right. your kids. <laughs> so it's a little joker here. <laughs> hey, hey, I wonder if Man, don't even get me started on some kids. But anyway, uh, yeah, I understand what you're saying, though. And I wish a lot more women, especially women. Uh, brothers, too, though, man. Brothers got to step it up. Uh, we got to do what we got to do. Definitely. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, I hear you know, people listen to Kevin Samuels a lot now, and they like to respond to that. I'm just saying. <laughs> and and I, you know what I tell people? I have 
Chris asked me before, and I tell him this, look, he's one man. Mm-hmm. His one opinion, no matter what he says, does not represent the whole of who we are. Yep. Yeah. Because when you're dealing with men, you're not just talking about high value men, as he mm-hmm. say. I guess he considers himself a high value man. Another thing I would say about anybody is this, and I like Steve Harvey too. I like Kevin mm-hmm. Samuels. I like both of them. But how about we ask the first wives? Mm-hmm. Ask them when they weren't high value men. Right. See, because what they need to tell you also is that where they are, because Steve Harvey's by what, 60, 60 something? Kevin mm-hmm. Samuels, like he up there. A lot of those things you have to grow into being as a man. Mm-hmm. And a lot of this, men got to get over all this BS also. Because if you want a high-value woman, you need to also step your game up. Yeah, that's true. You know, if you want to be the man of the castle and all this and that, if, she, if Kayla here is the attorney, I'm, I'm, I'm really not going to say she wants to date the janitor. I don't think. I'm not no. saying that. No. Well, no. okay. All right. <laughs> See, that's, 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 that's confirmed. And nothing wrong with a janitor. Right? Not that, that, wrong I'm not saying nothing's wrong you with it. You have some... some Good buff floors now. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't saying nothing wrong with it. it um, trust me, somebody got to. Yeah, but it's it's levels. It's yep. levels. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And 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 uh, if she take the time to work hard, make it through school, coming where she from, doing everything she do, there's absolutely nothing wrong with one like minded person who did the same or even more. Yeah, like ain't nothing wrong with that. So. I agree. I yeah. do have an opinion on Kevin Samuels. Go ahead. I'm not one of, like, I, I don't know. I heard that they had a petition to get him banned from YouTube, which I think <laughs> is just taking it too far, to be honest. I honestly find him, culture. Yeah, I find, it, I find him amusing sometimes. He because is. He I is. think that sometimes he does, you know, he's he's right about some of the, oh, the advice he no gives. Doubt. But at the same time, no I, doubt. Think, I think that he does kind of have some his own bitterness that he kind of has against black women. That yeah. comes out at times. It's kind of so, obvious. Very obvious. And so I, I definitely feel like, you know, he projects a lot. And I think a lot of people who listen to him or like a lot of women who don't feel like they're, mm-hmm. you know, worth a good man. Because why are you asking Kevin Samuels? You already know like what he's going to yeah, say. You already know. And the same about the men. Like they have low self-esteem, so they call him. And it's just all a mess. But um, yeah. I think one thing that bothers me about him is just the whole concept of a high-value man, a high-value woman. I think that it's all about money. And I just feel like that's a that's a, a negative like thing to kind of put forward. Like high-value, like your money is like bare minimum. You know what I mean? Especially to certain people when you're really trying to like yeah. build a real life yeah. with someone. Uh, you still have to be like healed and like not have all this baggage and like go to therapy yes, and all do. these things. Mm-hmm. And so... I just feel like for the men who've taken him as like their guy, you know, on top of having the finances down, also make sure you're like a good person. So. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But I think women also fall into these with people like him, mm-hmm. Steve Harvey, anybody. You have to understand uh, also he's been on that show or doing this type of thing for a while. Mm-hmm. I think women get in their mind, I'm going to get on here. I'm going to flex. I'm going off. <laughs> he well versed in that. He ready. Right. He he yeah. he he well versed. And then when all this fail, he just gonna call you a B. Mm-hmm. Look at this B. He gonna make you look silly regardless mm-hmm. because you called he you on his show, he controlling that situation. Right, yeah. right. Uh, but I always caution women against stuff like that. Even when Steve Harvey came out with the book, they had the movie, mm-hmm. I said, mm-hmm. I said, Hold on. I said, because what I always tell people is let's go back and talk to their first wives. 
Let's go back and talk to their first girlfriend. They had to grow to these things because, you know, even Steve, he got Margie and you know, I guess if I could buy my woman a, a Bentley for her birthday, then uh, she might be pretty damn happy with me too. Uh, so don't you get you, you can't, and especially with somebody with that money like that. See, now he even talking on another level, and I understand. You know, I see Steve does all the God thing, and everything. Now that's good, great, and he gives he tells you great inspirational things, but also his money loan. Right. So don't get it twisted. His problems Steve, are different than your problems. Steve gonna make a lot of women happy that you can't. That's just what it is. Yeah. It's that's that's life. Uh, so I always, you know, just let people that you got to take everything with a grain of salt mm-hmm. and yeah. understand the source. Exactly. Yeah, and, and realize where somebody's at as opposed to where they're going or where they've been. Because some of y'all with people who ain't going no damn where. <laughs> they ain't shit. Have ain't no going to be it. Have no intentions of going nowhere. Yeah. I, I I I even had a you know young lady try to tell me with no evil black people. I say yeah, you a lie, huh? <laughs> or Kelly, that's some evil shit if it's true. That's evil. I mean, yeah. you can't where where he get it from. White man didn't do it to him. Now I understand that maybe there was some things that happened in his youth, but still, people. They kill people and this and that or eat them. That you can say ain't no evil, but that's evil. That's evil. It's biblical. Like you can't. Anyway, yeah, I'm, I'm so happy. Bring, bring back yeah, bring back. I'm so happy to be here with Kayla. <laughs> Kayla here. She ain't got no baby mama, baby daddy drama. <laughs> she got a great attorney, future bright. Always, I'll be looking at. I say Michelle Obama. Thank you. Because she hopefully. Yes, hey, all she needs is that old Barack. <laughs> so Leroy, leave her alone. <laughs> Willie, she don't need her brakes fixed. She goes to the dealership. She's looking for something like, like, like Alvin Wintington the third. <laughs> Buck Long Shaw. <laughs> She is not naming her kids Mercy and Flex. Like, no. Like, you know. You know what I'm saying? Like, so she right. she she gonna stay on that thing. She doing her thing. That's what's up, man. Yeah, I love to see young people come in. They doing their thing, man. Because, you know, I talk ignorant sometimes. My education don't be all that. I got a little bit. Uh, but uh, I, I, I know what I'm talking about. And I think she gonna be... Uh, a great person to have around. If she chooses to stay in the metro <laughs> area, that's another thing. Right, right. Is she, <laughs> I, is it, <laughs> yeah, I actually will be relocating in October. Oh, so here we go. <laughs> so what's the, what's, the, what's the new city you blessing? Damn. Houston, Texas. <laughs> oh, that's what's up. Yeah. Houston? Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah got, some, got, yeah. Some, got some friends down in Houston right now. They down there kicking and enjoying themselves. Uh, Houston, a good look. That's everybody move to Texas. Man, yeah, Texas. Texas just, I'll be yeah. back. It's a temporary move. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's well, temporary. it's gonna be a temporary loss for the city. Yeah. <laughs> Once you get there, I don't you may decide. Right. Mm. This is my growth is here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh yeah, I wish you all the luck, man. All the luck you. in the world. Yeah. I like I said, I love to see the success, love to see success story. I think one day I may pick up a book. And it's gonna say Kayla Loveless, and I'm I'm gonna be so excited because I'm gonna be like, man, I I sat there with her, you know what I'm saying? And she was good. Well, this is why she's still. I hey, gonna, hey, I ain't gonna say you're not known. So what you, 
So if you see the old guy it? pulling your coattail, hey, hey, let me hold something. Don't don't ignore me. You see somebody come over and say, thanks. <laughs> don't ignore me. That's me. That's me. Act like you ain't never seen me before. <laughs> I was still had this shirt on. Put that jacket on. Say, thanks. You know that's me. Yeah. Right. Right. You know. <laughs> Uh, who knows? I may build a big enough company to need a labor law attorney. Yeah, call me. Yeah, because you know these niggas get out of hand and be wanting stuff. Mm-hmm. And a raise in three years. Uh, let me look at your contract, <laughs> sir. <laughs> I need help. In Missouri, the minimum wage is. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> it's like when the minimum wage go up, that's your raise. That's, that's right. <laughs> uh, but you know what? We uh, we have to keep it limited because we're not trying to have no ethnic, ethical. Situations and problems, we can't really go into her, who she defend, all that. We ain't trying to get her disbarred, none of that stuff. She trying to keep her a great job and roll like she rolling, do what she do, and and and, and like I said, Leroy leave her alone. She going for it. Uh, we gonna make sure you call Big Brother Leroy get out of hand because I no, we not doing that. We gonna keep you good. She good. She a good wholesome girl. <laughs> I will put it out the there. The one like, grandma show. I don't come, really come know. Come meet my grandbaby. <laughs> yeah. Come meet my Yeah, but uh, yeah, we go. We go have grandma hook you up and all this stuff. So uh, we we can't really talk about a lot of things and situations like that because yeah. So uh, we gonna keep her legal, but we so appreciate you coming through. Uh, anything you need to end with, anything you got upcoming, anything you want the people to know. Mm, so I don't have anything up and coming. However, I definitely want to thank you all for having me. It's been great. Um, and also for any of these, you know, businesses out here, mm-hmm. I may have some connections if people do need some legal advice. And so Uh-oh. if there are some businesses who are like tuning in or that you all are aware of okay. um, up and coming in St. Louis that are doing well, but you know, a right. legal push to kind of go to the next yes. level. Yes. Definitely let definitely. me know, and I think I definitely. can connect them with and some people. And we gonna give you a free little gift. We we got uh. a little <laughs> gift bag for her from the Jordan Bank Show. Yes, I ain't get you one, bro. I, I, but I, you know I, I appreciate you, you coming know, I, in. I'm, and start, I'm starting to think that it's just because we've been knowing each other for so long, I just don't get stuff. I, like no, I, you know what it is. We'll get a drink later. Uh, I, I appreciate you coming in, sitting hey. in for Savvy. I know she appreciates it. Savvy, yeah. get better. Get she better, get better. This, this is your spot. It, it, yeah, it's our spot. That's for you. A little something from the show. It. And uh, the, yeah, just, uh, you know. Word in health and and, and uh, <laughs> I appreciate it. But once again, the Jordan Banks show, we here. Join us next time. We got more special guests coming up. We got new people coming. But this is big for me right here. I really appreciate this and her doing it. But we out, y'all.